What's going on, everybody? This is the Spawn on Me podcast. I am joined with Cicero Holmes. This is Khalif Adams. What is the deal, folks? What up, Cicero? How are you, sir? What's going on? Episode 20, and they said it would not last. Man, I am <laughs> glad to be back with you again, sir. Man, we keep, you know, we keep missing each other. It's, I don't, I don't like that shit. It's like, it's like we're both doing like, the Avengers on different coasts, right? It's 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 like Voltron, but you're like the lion one, and I'm like the one with the robots and the planes. We never right. we're, ne- we're never in the same place at the same time. It's it's like the last season of Martin when <laughs> <laughs> when Martin and Gina in real life couldn't stand each other, or Gina couldn't stand Martin, and she was just doing all her stuff from phone calls. Oh. She's like, yo, where are you at? I don't want to be nowhere near you right now. Right. Get away. To the, to the point that I'm moving across the I'm moving across the country to get further away from you. I'm getting exactly. away. Exactly. I mean, speaking of being on different coasts, man. Yeah, you are moving to another coast. Yeah, this is the last episode of the we're, we're going to I think we're going to keep Bracago. Yes. I think yes. I, I don't want I don't like Porcago. Porcago doesn't sound as dope. No. Uh, but if you missed it on the last episode, I am moving uh, to the land of plaid and coffee. Uh, I'm moving to Portland, Oregon. Uh, actually, we're going to take a, a week off next week because uh, both C and I have uh, some life things that we have to handle. Uh, and that will actually give us a week to, to kind of get things together. Uh, and in that week, I'll be flying out to the other coast. So uh, we will not have a show next week. But uh we will be back after that so don't don't think we're we're leaving here we're not going too far away no uh you know i'm gonna be shooting out mad fireworks son mad fireworks well i'm actually i'm a, i'm gonna help i'm gonna help khalif move so i'm gonna uh fly <laughs> actually i'm just flying to san francisco so but but uh uh shout out to mike micah hopefully we can have lunch um, he and I were on Game and Thues a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to Game and um, Thues. Yeah, shout out to Game and Thues. All those guys over there. Uh, they've had both of us on the show. Yeah, it's a great um, podcast. You guys should check that out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, yeah, so uh, Mike, Mike, and I were supposed to have lunch while I was in San Francisco just this past week, which is the reason that I wasn't on the show last week. Uh, but that didn't happen. Um. Uh, you know, I guess I'll get right into it. I was on a cannonball run last weekend. You were Burt um, Reynolds. You were Burt Reynolds for a week. Yes, yes, exactly. No, actually, I was the the Asian dude that later on started. And they call me Bruce. Oh and yes. Why? Why do I remember that? That's weird. That's a, yeah, that's we- that's a we weird were, we were memory. To, we were made to be together, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had mad gadgets in my car. Um, so, so yeah, so my girlfriend's, uh, stepdad and I flew out to San Francisco, uh, Thursday night or Thursday. Um, it was an all day affair. Shout out to Jason, who hopefully is listening to this. I believe your name was Jason, um, who just flew in from Europe and was on his way back to San Francisco. Um, he had spent five weeks in Europe and missed lots of Game of Thrones. So he's hopefully caught up now. And, uh, he, you know, watched the show and everything else. But, uh, he was sitting next to me as I was on the phone with Khalif talking about who we were going to have on the show. And, 
he we struck up a conversation so shout out to jason and shout out to chris the kiwi uh, who who chris copeter who uh i sat next to all the way on my flight from uh from chicago o'hare to sfo great great guy out of new zealand um just a really really wonderful dude who took some wonderful pictures of of chicago my my adopted hometown um and i was able to take a look at those uh really really nice guys so if you're listening chris um thanks a lot for making uh that that four-hour flight very pleasurable um then so so i flew on thursday and then friday morning uh my my future uh father-in-law i guess and uh and myself drove from just south of san jose to chicago um so wait you you didn't bust out any time-lapse photography um yeah we so we did but the pictures are like it's like us eating uh fish tacos at fruit fail station um (laughs) not getting shot (laughs) and and then us at reno (laughs) then the sunset (laughs) and then home like and then you know like our facebook posts are like oh yeah we're through another state it was boring it was like you played the crew yeah yeah exactly i did i was getting ready for the crew i was getting ready for the crew with uh five hour energy shout outs to five hour energies because they work oh man we need to get them to sponsor it hey i'm uh, down sponsor the show so if anybody if knows those people yeah yeah um if you're listening man thank you very much you guys are literally a lifesaver um but yeah so we did tw- over 2200 miles in 36 hours total time um so that was and i think it was 31 hours of drive time just over um but yeah that included stops stops in fruitvale to actually eat and and then you know bathroom and and gas breaks so we we did pretty well we did pretty well Uh, it was amazing to see two-thirds of this country and and boring at the same time yeah. It was like this like this was the this was the worst social studies class ever. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. I, you know I did two thirds of this country is boring. Right. <laughs> I, I did the I did the Oregon Trail in, in reverse and it was much better. <laughs> it was like, Although driving freak. through Nebraska, I wanted to chop off a limb. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have dysentery, oh. thank you. That's not bad. You had a you had a you had a pretty crazy adventure though. That's cool. It's yeah. like it's like you were like almost a Griswold for like half yep. of it. Yep. And like <laughs> like did crazy stuff. That's cool. I appreciate yeah. that. I've always wanted to take a road trip uh, yeah. and, and like do the cross country thing. I'm mm-hmm. scared as hell, but I, I'd love to do it. I want to go see the Grand Canyon and all that crazy stuff and go see the hole yeah. in the hole in the ground and and then leave. Right. I mean, it, it like. It was definitely cool, so I can take it off the off the bucket list of you know crazy cross country trip, done in a ridiculously dangerous amount of time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really didn't get to see anything other than Interstate 80. Man, that Interstate 80 tour is amazing, you know. But I mean, that but that was that was it. Like, I would still love to go and actually see things. Right. But uh, yeah, I can now say that I've driven 
through Nevada and Utah and Wyoming and Iowa and Nebraska. That's dope. Um, you can put, yeah. you can do like the little pins on the map. Like, right there, you go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I drove all that. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Right. Now what? And now my girlfriend has a wonderful new car. Damn. Yeah. I, I need people to drive me cars to places. Yeah, yeah I was uh, I was Jason Statham without the British accent and <laughs> without the, the little girl in the back seat. Right. <laughs> right. Although my uh, my future father in law was crying like a little girl as I was driving down mountains. Doing sixty-five and seventy miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We're, so, so man, what's so? What have you? What have you been doing this week? Uh, we are on box number thirty-six of thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> we were up to uh, two o'clock in the morning yesterday, uh, or I should say this morning, packing boxes for our our trip out next week. Uh, this is my last week of work, so to tomorrow will be my last day. Uh, after working at a place for eight years, so that's going to wow, be weird. Wow! wow. Uh, that, I mean, it's kind of cool, and it's also very, very funny because people kind of talk to you like you're dying, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not dying. I'm just, right. mo- I'm moving away. I'm not dying. <laughs> they're like, oh, they like tell you all the things they never told you before. <laughs> they like give you all the anecdotal stories that they never should never shared with you before, and then they're like, "Oh man, you were such a cool person to work with." I was like, "I'm not dying," <laughs> so so that's weird, um, but it's fun. Um, and we're almost done packing, so uh, like as soon as I'm finished doing this podcast, I'm gonna go and try to throw these three couches out on the sidewalk and see if the the wonderful New York Sanitation Department will take them and not give us a fine. That'd be awesome. Crackheads will take them without I, without a fine. I miss great crackheads. We used to have great crackheads in the early yeah, 90s. yeah. That's right. Gentrified Brooklyn is not the same. People, that's the thing though, and it sounds a little bit terrible, but it's also kind of true. Like there are there are some people who are very 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 bad off as far as being drug addicted, and I totally understand that. it's a terrible thing. Right. I, I come from a drug addicted household, so I understand it. Uh, but. There were also some folks who were like functioning, functional crackheads. There yes. were like functioning crackheads who were yeah. like a blessing to you if you needed some stuff when you needed it. Yes, and, yes. I, and I'm not gonna front like the, it, it's. It was like it was like Amazon Prime before Amazon Prime. Yes. Oh my gosh! And you, it wouldn't take two days for to get that stuff shipped to your house. Either. No, it was like it was. The, they had like this Roadrunner service thing that we had. <laughs> Here in the city once where you could basically like call a place up and if you had something that they had in the store, they would basically deliver it to your house. Right. And that stuff used to be semi amazing. And that was kind of what the early nineties crackheads were. Yeah. And I know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's sad to say it's again, it's not something to make light of, but it's totally, totally true. If you yeah. ask anybody who lived in a big major city about how that was during those times, you, they would probably tell you the same thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, well, it, it, you know, that stuff is kind of gone now. Um, but uh, yeah, you're not, you, you know, you're not going to get that in in the city of roses. No, there will uh, be none of that. Actually, no. you know what? The, I had to, I had someone offer me a stereo the first night that I got there. Oh, all right. I did, well, maybe you will. I didn't tell they, you that story. They, no, they do. They do say that the spirit of the '90s is alive in Portland. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe everything will be fine. I had, I had two, I had two really weird experiences as soon as I got off the plane in in uh, Portland. One was I witnessed uh, uh, an act of BDSM. 
and, oh. <laughs> and I was offered a new stereo system by a young gentleman who seemed to be addicted to drugs. Okay. And I had uh, poutine at 2 o'clock in the morning, all within uh. the same 30-minute span. Wow. <laughs> if there was a way Portland to wel- sounds amazing. If there was a way to welcome you to a state or welcome you to a city, that was probably it. Oh yeah. I was like, I just saw someone get bound over to my left. A person to my right just offered me a stereo and now I have poutine. What the hell is going on in this world? What is going there, on? There you go. There you go. For those of you who don't know, uh poutine is not some crazy sex act. <laughs> it is <laughs> Cheese fries, basically, basically with gravy, on French it. With, gravy. with gravy. Yeah, yeah. I can't eat them because I think that it's beef gravy. I, I'm I'm allergic to beef. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't yeah, like so. fighting either. Yeah, uh, exactly. fighting is bad. So, yeah. Um, um. So yeah. Oh, so this show, um, since we're going to be doing kind of um, a quick turnaround on this one, this was going to be a pretty short show. Uh, we right. probably already talked a little bit longer than we than we were supposed to. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty short show. Uh, we're going to have, like we said earlier, we're going to have that break uh, next week. And then we'll be back. But right now, I think we can go into our breakdown. All right. Let's break it down. Break it down. So it seems like the best way to get your education now at this point is to figure out a way to have someone pay for your schooling. By playing video games, what is that? What, what is I mean, going on? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, uh, Chicago's own Robert Morris University yeah. is the first college in the country to provide s- students or potential students with um, athletic scholarships for playing League of Legends. So now you have student. E athletes, <laughs> um, yeah, they're getting they're getting uh, college scholarships worth up to nineteen thousand dollars. I think it's partial. I think that works out to about fifty percent, um, which you know, quite is kept, y'all. If Robert Morris costs thirty eight thousand dollars a year to go to, <laughs> there's something wrong with our <laughs> education system, <laughs> our secondary education system, because you know, you know. No, no knock against Robert Morris, but you just uh, knocked Robert Morris. How you gonna say you know, <laughs> How you gonna say not a knock to Robert Morris when you just knocked Robert Morris? I mean, listen, how you, you gonna? Know, I I try to keep it. I try to keep it real. I keep it one hundred, as the as the streets say. That's like when people say, "Hey Cicero, not to pry, but right, but," and then they <laughs> ask you all your business. What's that shit on your face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I mean. Robert Morris is a decent university. If you have the ability to go to university, you could go to worse schools than Robert Morris. But damn, if Robert Morris is costing forty thousand dollars a year, I mean, I can't even imagine what what other schools like other schools in in Chicago, like DePaul or the University of Chicago, which is a, a an amazing school, or Northwestern. Right. I can't imagine what those schools cost. But neither here nor there, if you want to go to Robert Morris and you play League of Legends, you can get a scholarship. They're part of now they're part of some league that is a collegiate league that is playing League of Legends. There are over 100 schools in this league. 
Um, and they're the first ones to give out scholarships. I don't. Uh, okay, so there's a couple of couple of angles to this, right? It's like right. one is playing video games a sport, right? I would say no. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, so I put I put playing video games in the same vein as like curling <laughs> <laughs> or like golf. Golf is right. a sport, but it's not the same kind of sport like bowling is a sport. Like golf and bowling go into like the hobby slash sport category. Right. If you run and jump and throw things, that's a sport. Like if you can get a real injury, like carpal tunnel is a real injury, but it's not like a sport related injury. You can hurt yourself typing really hard for long periods of time with controllers in your hand for a long period of time. I understand it. I rub my hands all the time. I'm 35. Yeah. I get it. But it's, <laughs> but I can't say in my day when I was an athlete, when I was killing it on Call of Duty Ghosts, <laughs> oh man, you should have seen me go. It wasn't. Right. It's not the same thing. I don't know if you can necessarily put them in the same category. I get it, but I also feel like this is like an extra extracurricular activity kind of thing. This is something like you would go to a, a a a a a crew or something. Not even a crew, but like a club, a club, a club yeah. or something. It's like a club sport. It's not like a real like sport sport. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I mean, it does give some kind of credence to the the rise in. Uh, notable uh games gaming that league of legends has gotten to it's like you know they they filled out if i'm not mistaken the, the the staples center earlier last year uh for their championships which is crazy in and of itself but right again it's not a sport it's an it's entertainment but it's not a sport i don't know how they're trying to connect that because um I mean, we talked about it a little bit off cast and you were like, if this can route people towards other kinds of degrees, like if this is like the gateway drug towards an IT degree or, or a CS degree or a computer science degree, right. then I can totally understand it. But just like saying, hey, you get money for learning how to play league. I'm like, this is why this is why this is why they hate us. <laughs> right, 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 right. This, this right. is like one of those. This is why they hate us. This is why China is winning kind of conversations. Right. I don't know. What do well, you think? Well, so I mean, I'm I'm really torn because it's one of those things like you you know you're you're talking about like you have to kind of define who is and what is an athlete. Like, if you turn to Tiger Woods and you say that he's not an athlete, you know Tiger would probably hit you with a golf club or one of his mistresses or something like that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so, I'm sorry, Tiger. Um, but, too soon, but like, too soon. right, right. But, you know, I mean, the dude works out. He does all this stuff. He, you know, like it, they, they, they sweat. They have to, you know, they have to work at their craft. And that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, like for, for esports guys, for people that are Call of Duty guys or, or League of Legends guys or, or, you know, Dota guys, you know, whatever it is, whatever your game is, StarCraft, th- they have to work at that. You know, they have to um, they have to practice hours and hours on end and they have to you know, they are better at this game than you are. Just like, you know, just like watching uh, a basketball player and, you know, an NBA player. uh, Shout out to the NBA draft, which is on right now, which we're not watching for you guys, for you. We love you that much. Um, But you watch, you know, you watch an NBA player. And 
the twelfth man on the bench and he comes in and it's garbage time and you call him a scrub as you're sitting on your couch, right? And you may ball as a hobby, and you may you know you you're all right, but you're not you you're nowhere close to being as good as the worst guy on the worst team in the pro leagues, right? And that's the same thing with with these league guys. Like you know personally, I don't understand mobas. You know, I, it's it's just a thing like, I, you know, like I realize now that even in games, there is a different there's a generational gap and MOBAs are something that are just kind of beyond my grasp and, and, and beyond my ability to really kind of comprehend at this moment because I really haven't uh, investigated them too much. But but th- those guys like I understand that if someone is willing to give you a scholarship to 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 play this game, then you've got to be really really good at that game, and you're gonna be better than me, yeah. even if you know even if I play a, a a fair amount, you're gonna be better than me because this is what you do. Um, so from that perspective, like if you if you go out and you do it. And you're one of the best in the country or the best in an area at a game that you play um, because you put, you know, that means you put time and energy and effort into it. Then maybe you are an athlete. But, you know, like it's it's one of those things where, you you know, you think at, you think of athletes as being just physical running and jumping and throwing. But like curling, curling's at the Olympics. You know, yeah. will will league ever be at the Olympics? I don't think so. Right. But you know, maybe I, maybe there will be. I mean, I maybe think there will I, be a time. I don't know. I think I think it goes back to the conversation about physical skills versus like, because like I, I I used curling as an example, and it's funny because I actually love curling. Right. right. Um, Everyone does. Um, you have no heart if you don't. Yeah, I was like, I literally love cur- curling more than I like other sports, but. It's one of those things where I'm like, yes, there is some, it's not the most, um, athletic sport that you can, that you can have, but there's a level of skill that goes along with it that is, like you said, trained over time. Right. I'm like, if that's the case, if we're using to use that as the measuring stick, as the metric for athletes and, and what that leads to as far as scholarships go, I, yo, like, I'm nasty at Spelunky. Can I can I can I get a Spelunky scholarship? Does that leave too many things open for like interpretation at that point? Because there's a lot of games I'm pretty good at. Right. Right. Well, I mean, it, I mean, I guess it really depends on who's willing to give you money. If somebody's willing to give you money to play Spelunky, then you're a Spelunky athlete. Damn. You know, I mean, that's that's really what who determines who determines whether or not you're an athlete. It's the people that are sponsoring you. That's a good point. You know, That's a good point. And I mean, look at look at NASCAR. NASCAR drivers have have fought that fight enough to the point where they're just like, ah, forget about it. If you you know you you want to call me a driver, fine. You want to call me an athlete, fine. I think I'm an athlete, but you know whatever. Yeah. So if 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 somebody's willing to sponsor what I do, then they must believe in me too. So. Find those people who really love Spelunky. Get them, get them to uh, give you some dough. Sponsor your move. I know, I know who this, actually is a, is an athlete though. Oh yeah, who's I, that? I would say Kiefer Sutherland is an athlete. Oh uh, oh yeah, you mean 
Solid Snake. Yeah, I mean, he's been running away from his goddamn responsibilities in that damn role. And oh hasn't, hasn't been doing what he's supposed to be doing. But I digress. And that game, uh, that game, oh my goodness, I saw the demo. The Metal Gear yeah. 5 Phantom Pain demo that got shown at E3 that they was behind closed doors and they showed it this week. Oh my god, I want that game so bad. Uh, hashtag Phantom Limbs. Oh my god, that game looks so... <laughs> it does. It looks so good. It was a 30-minute yeah. demo. Yeah. Uh, it was narrated uh, in English. So they kind of ran through the scenarios of what you'll be doing in the game. And it just looks so dope. If you're a Metal Gear fan, there's you cannot not be hype after seeing that. I mean, it's funny now because we talk about this all the time, and the Metal Gear series is not about the story for me at this point. Right. It's, how could it's be? about it's about how pretty does it look? Right. Does it does it have some of the same systems that we have loved to 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 uh, play with? And how how much of Snake is Snake? Because mm-hmm. that's what it is at this point. Like Snake at this point. Is a soliloquy spitting old fart of a of a clone that is just like I don't know why I'm here. I f- like I I have I'm 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 hell bent on revenge in this one, and it's like it's a lot of stuff that if you haven't been paying attention, you will be lost. But it doesn't really even matter if you're lost because you can just run through the pretty and just look at stuff, and it's like so damn dope. It just looks really good. Yeah. 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 So, a uh, quick question about this one. Yep. Is this just going to be on current gen systems or is it going to legacy consoles as well? I like, I like that term. I'm going to start using that from now on. Legacy, legacy consoles. Um, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's only current gen. I may be wrong. It, but my thing is this it's like, that, when we talked about this last week with Sharif, thank you, Sharif, for, for, for co-hosting uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, SharifJackson.com of SharifJackson.com. Yeah. Yes. SharifJackson.com, our friend. Yes. Um, it, it feels like if they put that on legacy consoles, that it would totally be a disservice to people because it the technology that they're using to make things look as dope and incorporate the small bits and pieces that make that game good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you can do that on 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 the old consoles at this point. Right. It just doesn't. Right. Well, well, and that's you know that's kind of what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the game that comes out that you know that you look at and you say, all right, well, you just couldn't do this on the legacy boxes. Right. You know, I mean, because even um, and we, you know, we've talked about it in the last couple of shows. Destiny, um, Destiny, Destiny looks gorgeous. Um, and, and, uh, like I, I, you know, I definitely, we've, we've had some less than, um, positive things to say about, about the game and the trailers that we've seen, but you got to play the alpha and I know that it's, it's kind of changed your perception and you're really excited for it. Right. But the thing that kind of makes me cringe a little is the fact that it's, it's going to be on, on legacy consoles. So, you know, obviously there's. It's not advanced enough where they could, where they can say, well, you know, you're too small, little, little consoles. Uh, (laughs) I wonder what little console voices sound like. Right. (laughs) Hey guys. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, I want to, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play Destiny. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, so so I, I, I'll be I'll be happy to see Metal Gear Solid Five come out and and just be out and kind of you know have those games that just kind of usher in the the current generation of consoles and, and so people can stop looking at the old ones and say oh well you know I can I can have those similar experiences here. Um, the other thing that I want to know is. So Kojima has come out yet again and said that um, Grand Theft Auto V makes him ashamed because of what they're able to do. Come uh, on. Yeah, he, he said it again. He said it again after after watching the trailer, the uh, GTA V trailer for um, for the current gen consoles, which admittedly. If you haven't seen the comparison, the, there's a comparison trailer out there, PS3 versus PS4, of essentially the same footage. It is amazing the amount of detail that is added into the game. It's amazing. Um, so, yeah, definitely go and check that out. But, yeah, so Kojima-san has come out and said that he is ashamed yet again for his game based on what Rockstar is able to do with their game. But he's, you know, he's not as ashamed as he was the first time around. He's he's come out and said that he admits that the games are are trying to accomplish different things, but he is completely in awe of what what the team and Rockstar is able to do um, with with their tools over there. Um, so you know, I guess good for him for being Japanese um, is I guess a way to to say that. I am sounding like the craziest xenophobe. Or something on this. This, show this today. is this is what happens when you watch the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Goal. This is what this um, is what happens when people scream USA around you for thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So the so I guess another question I have is, who is giving a more lackluster voiceover performance? Um, Jack Bauer himself, Kiefer Sutherland, and in his role as. Uh, whatever snake this is in, I guess it's Solid Snake. It's Big Boss. It, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's all right. So Big Boss in in MGS Five, or Tyrion Lannister, <laughs> aka Peter, Peter Dinklage, and that wizard came from the moon. Um, on on uh, in Destiny. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter <laughs> Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Um. <laughs> It's, you know what? I can't, you know what? Okay. If I'm using those two as an example to play against each other. Right. Only be, only, the only reason Peter Dinklage wins is because I've heard more of his VO than I heard of Kiefer Sutherland because Kiefer doesn't speak in the whole damn demo. <sighs> Did he, well, he spoke in, uh, in the, in the other demo, right? Yeah, but he's only had yeah. like four, like in the, in the smaller version, I forgot what the ground zeros. He had like some words and he spoke and he was it was bad, and it was real bad. But he just like he had some of the same stuff in this one, but he doesn't even say any of that vo in this one. So I want to see what it plays out like when the actual full game comes out, because it seems like boss big boss is gonna have like a lot of angsty stuff to talk about. Like he's going on this big revenge this revenge uh, mission and it's. You know, he he seems like he's going to have a lot to say, and it, you would think that it would play towards uh, Kiefer's strengths with him just coming out of twenty four and basically basically right. being the same character as Snake. So, right, but but right, I'm going to say the, right. the the phoned in award of, of voiceover goes to Peter Dinklage right now. 
All right. And the funny right, thing so is, I didn't think it was that bad. The the Peter Dinklage. Yeah, I didn't think it was that the, bad. The wizard, the wizard comes from the moon. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. Like people were like <laughs> freaked out over it, and I was like, well, yeah. it's not that bad. It's not that. Well, bad. it's it. You know what it? Because well, here's here's what it sounds like to me. And and admittedly, all I've really heard is watching. You know, is from watching um, Twitch streams of uh, of people playing it. And um, and then, of course, that YouTube video of of that line uh, specifically. But it, it sounds like to me like it's just Peter Dinklage reading the lines. See, this is the funny and, thing is the fact yeah. that people forget that in most most cases, most fo- uh, most forms of Peter Dinklage that you get, he's doing an accent. Mm. He's like doing an accent of whatever time period piece that he's in. So like right. when he's actually just speaking, right? His voice maybe just isn't that dope. <laughs> maybe isn't that dope. Right. Well, it is. I mean, well, it is like regular, regular northern New Jersey white guy voice, you know. Um, and and you know, not not to say that he, he doesn't have any of those Jersey affectations, um, but it's just you know, it's it's regular baritone voice uh peter dinklage which you know i was a fan of him twirling my hipster mustache right now i was a fan of his um prior to game of thrones he was on uh he was on a season of nip tuck and he was uh, amazing in nip tuck if you guys remember that show and and then i've seen him in and a couple of other things he was in uh both the british and american versions of that uh the the funeral movie Oh yeah, I think I know what um, you're talking about. Um, yeah, well, the the British version was with white people, and then the the American version was with black people. I forgot what it was. Death at a funeral or oh, something, yeah. something to that effect. Right, the Chris um, Rock movie. Yeah, yeah, the Chris Rock movie. Yeah, so he was in he was in both versions of that. So in the British version, he played a Brit, and the American version, he played an American. But uh, yeah, so you know, so I'm familiar with his work. I'm familiar with the sound of his voice. And you know, the 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 thing about it was, it, it just it just kind of seemed like there wasn't an effort on his part to really make this not sound like his voice. Which you know, there's a director there, so there there are a couple of things we don't know. One is maybe that was the voice direction that he got. That, you know, that it was intentional that he sounds that way. And two, um, it may also be that this is, you know, we, you know, we're getting an early build of the alpha. The alpha is definitely an early build of the game. Maybe we're getting an early build of the VO. Maybe it's just a walkthrough VO that, that was married to, uh, to, to the, to the build. So they just threw that out there as they were, you know, doing stuff. So who knows? Maybe in September we'll we'll be able to say positive things about the voice acting or surprisingly positive things about the voice acting in both of these games. I mean, you're going to kind of need it to be because of the PvP aspect of it. I mean, I'm sorry, the PvE aspect of it, where you're just picking up stuff all the time and and picking up all these... uh, quests and things like that but i also wonder if people are just not going to remember and not care as much i can totally see that happening too right right yeah that and people complaining about it because that's what people do on the internet (laughs) i will Um, i will say that i I didn't even know it was him until people pointed that out right well yeah people pointed it out and i was like oh i didn't know that um 
But there's but there's yeah. a couple of quick things I did remember from the demo that I thought were pretty dope. Okay. Okay. Um so they have a, this thing called a Fulton system. If you've ever seen um like if you've ever been to World War Two <laughs> if you've ever been to World War Two and you've seen AC one thirties, basically right. uh they have this big cable that is attached to the end of the plane. Right. And what they do is they tie these huge balloons with these huge clips on the back of them and they, they call it a Fulton system. So the Fulton system is used to basically catch things, uh, mid flight or mid on the ground and then snag them and pull them into the, into the, uh, the plane. So the, the game has this kind of system as well where you do the exact same thing. You do it for Intel. So you can basically Fulton anything at this point. You can Fulton people. You can Fulton vehicles. You can Fulton animals. You can Fulton <laughs> kind of almost everything in the environment. Can I Fulton Carlton? Oh shit! Carlton Banks. Dun, 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 I, I mean, dun, dun. I mean, it's not unusual, right? <laughs> My to, man, to, to, terrible. to Fulton anyone. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um. Oh man, we are awful. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like so. So, a part of the the old previous game, uh, Metal Gear, I think, uh, uh, Peace Walker, Peace Walker, yeah. So right, Peace Walker right. had this the same kind of uh, system where you would take things back to your to your ship or to your base, and then those things would be used as currency in the game for you to to build other parts out for your weapons and for recon and stuff like that. So it has that same kind of system, but you fault and everything, and they fly up into these balloons and fly away, and they go to this huge complex that you have that's kind of like um from I guess Metal Gear Two, if I'm not mistaken. They had like the uh, uh the tanker, like the the huge tanker. I forget the name of it. Uh, it's not Outer Haven, I don't think, but I think it's something else. And you basically, throughout your time playing, you will build upon this huge floating, uh, floating tanker out in the ocean. And it'll basically, when you go back to it, will show you all the things that you Fultoned on the base somewhere. So like th- they showed him walking through and, uh, he had Fulton a sheep and the sheep just like comes around the corner and he's like, yeah, you just, you know, you Fulton the sheep. So you can like do it for that just to have like shits and giggles, but it's also people that you pull back will, will be able to do things for you in mission. So it'll, uh, they'll scout out things for you that help your, um, R and D, uh, your research and development and stuff and, and help you get better weapons like the infamous cardboard box, uh, that, that had a, a nice little, uh, cameo in the demo. Uh, so, so it's, it's a lot of cool stuff like that that I, f- I found was really cool. They had this thing called the Phantom Cigar, which was super dope. So the Phantom Cigar, so like, you'll go into a mission, you'll go and you'll see all these people and they're doing their routes, right? NPCs have their routes. The soldiers are walking around the bases and they're like, all right, I'm going to go over here. So this Phantom Cigar is, is an e-cigarette that you smoke in the game. And it, it's like a time lapse camera. So all, everything like spins around you, like the sun goes up and sun goes down and you can basically manipulate time by smoking this cigar. It's so dumb. It's so ca- it's so Kojima. It's so dumb. <laughs> but it's dope because you can use it for gameplay purposes. So you you can basically look at the way that the guards kind of patrol and then pick a certain time during that time and just go into the base when there's less people around or everyone's like sleeping. That was crazy and stupid and dope. Uh that sounds like a TLC uh, album. Right, right. Crazy, stupid, dope. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and and just lastly, it's like the game just looks 
ridiculously gorgeous. It's like 1080p, yeah. 60 frames per second, uh, mm. and it's just gorgeous. It's like they talked about just how the systems work and how like they had had like this crazy sandstorm. Like there's dynamic weather in the game as well. So like you can go into a scenario and it's there's a sandstorm and like the cover is like your cover is the sandstorm. Uh, but you also it might mess you up because the people who could be walking around that you would usually see you can't see them because you're in a sandstorm right so it's a lot of complex systems that you can see they've they've really thought out you know the 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 ground zeroes demo was great but seeing just how many things that they've incorporated into it and it's less stealthy but you can play it more stealthy with the way that you tag people and things like that but I don't know. I'm just really excited. I wasn't I wasn't as excited when I played Ground Zeroes besides it looking pretty. But now seeing all these small things that they've incorporated, I'm totally hot uh, hot for it. I'm like, this is going to be so good. Uh, you know what else is, is so good from us? What's that? Music breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, uh, let's get into it. This one, uh, it's a special one. Just for my man. Word. This this is gonna be the last. This is gonna be this is gonna be the rep Brooklyn and send Brooklyn out in the right way. Yeah, there it is. So, there it is. so we'll be back right after this music break. We hope you like it. We'll be back. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. <laughs> yeah. Now clock kids who got the cocaine. Don't tell me it's the little kids are so trained. The metaphor sent from my brain to my jaw. It comes from other places, not the tinted faces. Journalistic values are yellow and then of course falters. You watch Channel Zero with that bitch Mama Alters. She have you believe black invented crack when President Lyndon had the formula way back in 63 with Kennedy. Yes, the double cross. Remember that's when they blow his fucking head off. Vietnam vets come back looking like one-armed pets. Nixon bounce, pure text. No picket fence, no job, no angel in the car. Blue collar turns to bourgeois. Depressed in your chest. Demoral for cess, no dough. Cracking veils, much less. White he can sell on the corners of Bushwick. White he can sell on the corners of Flatbush. White he can sell on the corners of Bedstein. Pass the torch to that nigga guy. So just die, nigga. Die, nigga. You're too black. You can't handle, you're too strong. Get high. Fly clock next boost your steel. In 95, we take back Edmondsville. Let's take a sec to think back, think back. Brooklyn, traveling distance to party. Brooklyn, abstinent functions, not hardly. Brooklyn, the name alone holds godly. You don't know, you better ask somebody. Crackfield Street since 85, the beast getting paid to not bust. Hooker's jaws got crust. Class clapping regular. Hardcore niggas with that gold chains on the corner maintaining. Gold teeth flashes, stick up kids playing the front of Latin quarters. Keep home your daughters, cause if bullets fly, watch the flaming. Ignorant ducks are shooting wild and they're not aiming one Easter. Gotta think about it, what a pity. Five people died in front of Skate City. Senseless back then, you were ill if you had a gun. People dashing, flashing, damn no fun. All be square, you couldn't shop too much, cuz. Fall green within your wreck the fuck on up. You had do or die. East New York, mad hell. Fellas cutting school, trooping the all go Maxwell. So many memories, I can't manifest your root. Start where I finish, that's a Brooklyn, God bless. God bless. Represent <laughs> Crazy ass Brooklyn kids <laughs> Represent the Brooklyn all night <laughs> Represent the Brooklyn all night 
cause it is survival of the fittest. Crazy ass Brooklyn kids represent the Brooklyn all night. Crazy ass Brooklyn kids because it is survival of the fittest. Listen, cause for your mind, I got the right nutrition. We keep shit hard like fat asses in cases of Heineken. Here in Brooklyn, home of the warrior and villain. Trife type chicks, top villains. The anthem, Rasta smoke marijuana. Enterprising businessmen shoot dice on the corner. Excuse me while I like my split, but some choose to sip. So bullets hit brains when bottles hit lips. Clips, whatever happened to 38 specials. Now it's Desert Eagles. Government issue, probably the same one that killed Noriega. Chips that power nuclear bombs, power my Sega. Subliminal hypnotism and colonialism leaves most niggas dead or in prison. In Brooklyn, right hand cuts off the left hand. Despite the hand, jealous of the next man. So violent crimes, black on black plus mad crack the boot. Everybody can't rap, so most hustle and shoot. Make money, money, get money, take money. I can't understand that concept because Ja rules everything around me. Fire burns the unjust like arson, larceny. Melt MCs with mental telepathy. With precision, we're slicing and dicing. Peace to the East, New York, perverted monks and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Crazy ass Brooklyn kids. <laughs> Represent the Brooklyn all night. Crazy-ass Brooklyn kids be, be, Because it is survival of the fittest Crazy-ass Brooklyn kids Represent the Brooklyn all night Crazy-ass Brooklyn kids be, be, Because it is survival of the fittest Crazy-ass Brooklyn kids Represent the Brooklyn all night Crazy-ass Brooklyn kids be, be, Because it is survival of the fittest Crazy-ass Brooklyn kids Represent the Brooklyn all night Yes, Brooklyn kids because it is the Bible of the fittest, love the fittest, love the fittest. All right, everybody, we are back from my music break. Um, that song right there is a what? Oh man, it's like for me, the quintessential Jan Sport rocking early 90s new york flavored joint especially brooklyn return of the Brooklyn dodgers with some of the dopest cats to ever rock uh, an ensemble uh joint yeah. um it was like oc chub rock who was like underrated yes. beyond underrated yes. the chub uh, but he killed that he yeah, killed he that track. Yeah, he did he opened he opened it right out the box he, like he really set the tone for that yeah and and, and that like our boy jay rude the damager oh, he Whew, that was like a that was such a good oh. such a good track yeah um such a crazy so so track. good we had to play the whole thing for you yeah i couldn't just let that joint just ride out we usually do like two minutes of a song and then come back but that one had to rock all the way out uh so yeah it was it was pretty dope i hope you liked it and we'll, we'll throw a, a link in the show notes for that um but we, we, you know, we're on our twentieth show. This is the the twentieth episode of Spawn on Me. Uh, we want to again thank all of you for sticking with us for these twenty shows. It's kind of really uh, crucial to have people kind of you know shout you out and, and and listen to the show and give you good feedback and, and tell you that you're doing a pretty decent job in the early stages because a lot of people who do podcasting they kind of get in really fast and they see if they didn't get like two thousand hits and they're like this is terrible I suck. Right. Um, but you guys were like stuck through us. You stuck through us when we had like <laughs> bad audio. <Right. laughs> we haven't had too much bad audio, uh, and stuck through us when we were kind of stumbly, like I'm usually doing right now. Um, but we again want to thank you all. And we, what we wanted to do is, um, you know, and we want to start this practice, uh, more often is 
uh, reading some of your reviews that you've left on iTunes and other places because uh, we do really, really appreciate them. Uh, for you guys have been subscribing and sharing the show uh, off like bosses. Yeah. So uh, C and I, we have some of your reviews. And we just wanted to read them out for you guys and, uh, and give you your due for, for taking the time out to, to, to shout us out and uh, give us the five-star ratings that you right. did because we are five-star cast, like a five-star frog splash. Yeah. On to all the other competition. What? <laughs> so, see, I know you have a couple of them. Can you can you read some? Yeah, of them absolutely. Well? But uh, before I do, if I may, um, I've got to say that uh, today, before the cast was spent, uh, a lot of doing a lot of Twitch watching. Um, um, there were a bunch of games that were released just recently on uh, on the the current gen consoles, uh, like Valiant Hearts, which is a a game. Based on uh, World War One, it looks really, really cool. Um, the RBI Baseball, um, which is the only baseball game for the Xbox One, um, and it's it's twenty dollars. It's awful. Don't fucking buy that game. It is terrible. <laughs> um, then um, also the the other game that I watched and I was just kind of mesmerized by it was um another world 20th anniversary edition it is the a I, I think it's like the spiritual successor to out of this world and um they released that on the consoles for eight dollars and i watched the trip uh twitch stream by a xbox user named spooky molder fbi um, really awesome dude who played through the game. And one of the things that I loved about the game was just how punishing games used to be. So, I mean, <laughs> he went through, so I was watching it and he was going through this one section. It took him like 45 minutes seriously to finally beat these alien dudes and get to this point where he gets to a pit and he got to the pit only to realize that he had done all this work for nothing because there was a portion that he was supposed to do before he started taking on the alien dudes that he had never done. So he had to spend, no, are you serious? yes, he had to spend 35 minutes figuring out and, you know, beating, getting, you know, all the trial and error to actually get to the part where he blew out the wall that would allow this pit to fill up with water. And, and do that. So it, I mean, in all, it took him like an hour and a half just to get past this one part. And it was just like the, the hints and the, you know, all the clues are there, but we're so used to, we've become so, uh, kind of indoctrinated into just allowing the game to handhold you all the way through the game that, that these types of things are just like, they're, they're just aberrations. And it was just refreshing to to see that type of game and uh just watching spooky molder who who had his camera up just the frustration in his face and the face the double face palms that he was doing was just just <laughs> wonderful wonderful to watch and you know I'm I'm sorry brother that I laughed at your misery but it was it was definitely enjoyable if uh people want to relive old school difficulty eight bucks another world um and also if you're on if you're on the xbox one go ahead and um and follow and friend spooky molder fbi 
Uh, great dude. Um, on Twitch, you can find him at uh, Pyftronica is his name, and it's P-E-I-F-T-R-O-N-I-C-A. Pyftronica on Twitch. So go ahead and, and follow him up. He said he's going to be doing a lot of streaming. Really, really cool dude. Um, so, yeah, thanks a lot for sharing out your gaming session. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, so with that being said, so appreciative of that dude, appreciative of these reviews. Um, let's get into them. The first review is from Solrin. S-O-L-R-Y-N, hopefully I'm saying your name right. Um, Five-star rating because we are five-star frog splashes. A valuable addition to any podcast rotation. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. There are three types that I listen to for different things. I listen to fan podcasts for enthusiasm, news outlet podcasts for personalities, and developer podcasts for thoughtful analysis. Spawn on Me does all all this with the added bonus of a fresh perspective and a podcast that's not afraid to discuss social issues. Give it a listen. You'll be impressed. Thanks, man. Or person. Um, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, we, we tried really hard to to do exactly that. And uh, it's 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 wonderful that it's resonating with people. So really, really thanks a lot for for that for that uh for that uh, review, um, Girls Game Two, uh, T O O, uh, said best podcast on gaming. Period. Five yeah. stars. Wow, love the show. Such mature insight. Great interviews. Smart dudes. My favorite podcast on gaming by a long shot. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I felt. You know I what? I felt that in my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We're we're my favorite game po- uh, podcast on gaming too. So. <laughs> um, then uh, game girls too. Jersey made ninety three said great from start to finish, a great blend of insight and comedy. You'll laugh and learn. Great interviews that really dive into topics that most sites or journalists wouldn't discuss. The topics are varied and the content is vast. The, this is a must download. Thank you very much. It is a must download. Jersey. I see, I see you, Jersey. Jersey. I see you, made. Jersey, out there. I see you out there. I follow you on Twitter. Right. We follow each other oh, on Twitter. I think. There you go. He's a good, he's a, he's a good dude. I like that All dude. right. And then uh, user Reef in your teeth. Uh, Bricago. Who the hell would name themselves Reef I, I don't know. Teeth? I don't know. But, uh, you know, so so he's he's actually, or this person, because, you know, who knows who Reef in your teeth is. Silly, silly person um, made <laughs> made a, a play on something that we need to actually figure out as we trademark the name is he he says Bricago, Bricago or Br Cago. Um, and so <laughs> and each way is spelled differently. And if you if you guys are fans of ours, you'll know that there isn't a really a consensus on how Bricago is spelled. I think we've respelled it like every time. Every, yeah, every time. Every <laughs> it's time always it's written, different. It's spelled something differently. So maybe you guys can go out and and spell it different different ways for us. I've never seen it spelled B R C A G O, um, which is kind of kind of dope. Um, so knowing that this gentleman likes science, I feel like that is like a periodic table. table yes, exactly. Combination. Exactly. Hmm. It's like bromite and right, right. At the same com. time. Um, so he says, Bricago, Bricago, Bricago. 
I demand the proper spelling of this city that is as real as Atlantis. Otherwise, how can I properly enjoy the expert gaming analysis? Only thing that could make the show better is more coverage of the wider gaming market, PC, Nintendo, handheld, as the show is mostly Xbox and PlayStation. Um, I, I, agree. I, I agree as well. When Nintendo brings out stuff that's worthy of talking about, we have uh, ShreefJackson.com to come on and uh, talk about it. And um, so so here's a little inside baseball for you guys. Uh, Cobb was actually supposed to talk about what he did in his Steam sale, and that would have covered our PC section, but I guess he didn't feel like talking about it. So, I, I mean, I can bring it up real yeah, quick. I mean, I mean, we have, we have some yeah, time. Yeah, go, go for it. Um, s- so basically, if you listen to the last show, you heard the like, it was like the easy button from Staples, wherever anytime someone would say, hey, there's something on the Steam sale, Khalif would wind up trying to buy it. Uh, <laughs> so I wound up buying uh, like Call of Juarez. There's a lot of stuff that I hadn't played, and because I wasn't going to spend console dollars on it, uh, I was going to figure out a way to play it on my, on my boot-camped Mac Pro. So... Uh, I got Call of Juarez, which is uh, actually SharifJackson.com uh, said that that was a pretty good game, so I bought that. I uh, I just bought before, like during the music break, I just bought <laughs> Blood Dragon. Um, a snag for, for how much uh, though? Three dollars and seventy four cents. Yeah. You can't beat I mean, that, that. Slap your mama, good prices right there, y'all. That's like craziness. Yeah. Um, I also got. Uh, the latest Splinter Cell game because I had played some of it before mm. uh, and I actually liked it a lot and it was pretty good. I would say to snag that. That was like another sub but $10 wow. game. Um, and it was a couple other things that I snagged. I picked up that was like off the cuff. You know, I thought about playing this game a long time ago and I've been trying to figure out a way to get it into my library but didn't know what I was actually going to like how much I was actually going to spend for it. So um, I snagged Bastion again. Uh, I played some of that and wanted to play that again. Um, what else did I snag? Um, oh, I got. Oh, yeah, that's right. I finally got. Well, this is the funny thing. I'm a huge Skyrim fan. I think I've bought Skyrim at least four times at this point. <laughs> it's like it's like my De La Soul Stakes Is High right. album. <laughs> I bought that album four times because I liked it so much and kept losing it. Um, and I had it on PS3, which was a dumb move because yeah. Bethesda games on PS3 are terrible. Uh, so I did that uh, and got that. I got the, the Game of the Year edition or whatever that is. And Monaco. Monaco is a great game that I have not played yet, but I heard a lot of good things about. Um, and I bought Injustice like some months ago. Rogue Legacy uh, that I had to snag. Uh, we talked about Surgeon Simulator on the last one. I bought a lot of shit. Damn. <laughs> the question is, have you bought, have you tried to buy a game that you already own yet? No, okay. I have not done so that. you got to keep going. That, uh, yeah, I know. And I, and I got The Witcher too. How, how, how am I going to play these games? In what time frame is this going to happen? I don't know. I mean, it'll probably be good because... Uh, my my TV, depending upon when that actually gets shipped out to Portland, I will not have a console or uh, anything else to play. So I will probably be able to get some of this in. But oh my god, that stuff is nuts. Oh, and another thing is, I know you got to shout out somebody for uh, on the Twitch side of things. Right. I want to shout out some folks that are uh, local. 
uh, local dudes from New York, uh, Big Red NY and Deep Boyce, uh, who have been really, really entertaining. Um, I've been like shouting them out for the past couple of weeks because I randomly fell into a stream that they were doing um, and they were doing some UFC fights uh, and they're just funny dudes. Nice. Like, just really chill, fun dudes who look like they've been gaming together for a bit. Um, and and it's funny because you can kind of tell when people are from New York. If you ever lived in New York or if you're, like, homegrown, you know other New Yorkers out of a crowd really, fa- really fast. So uh, <laughs> right. I want to I give them a big shout for doing some cool stuff. Uh, they just reached the 2,000 follower mark uh, after, like, a really solid week of streaming. Nice. Um, and been like killing it on that side. So, uh, if you get a chance to check them out, I would say check them out and then let them know that we sent you over there, uh, and, and interact with them because they're fun dudes. Um, so go on, see, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, man, it's your turn, man. You go ahead and, and, and spread some love. It's- oh, okay. So let's see. So, Arco, uh, out of the USA, USA, um, he says, uh, awesome, entertaining show. I've been listening to you guys since the beginning. I must say, you two keep me well entertained. Keep up the great work, and I wish I could be a guest someday. Yo, Arco, you could totally be on the show. Um, let's see. If you send us an email to feedback at the com, you can send us a show, uh, send us a shout, and you may, and you may be on the show. Hey, if we can have, like, you know, everybody on the show, I would be down to have everybody Absolutely. on the show. Just not at the same time. I actually, you know, we've been thinking. I've been thinking about doing a call-in show at some point where we'll uh, maybe get something up on Speakpipe yeah. or Speakpipe. I think yeah. that is. Uh, we're gonna steal some stuff from the Garnet. <laughs> the Garnet on Garnet yeah. on Games podcast and see and have you guys call in some stuff. Right. Uh, so let's see, uh, Dan the Robot. Shout out to Dan the Robot. Yeah. He's doing big things, man. Yo, shout out to Dan the Robot for 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 jumping. What 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 uh, site is he's he writing with, for? Uh, right now? Level up. Level up gaming or uh what is it what is the name of the site? I'll let you I'll let you find yeah, that real quick. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and read so, his review and, and um, shout out shout out to Dan the Robot for oh also he's doing some really dope uh he was doing some uh Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare gameplay yeah. uh breakdowns. Yeah. Really dope stuff. Yeah. You gotta check out his stuff. I forgot his Danimus, his Danimus Prime on uh on Twi- on uh YouTube. Danimus Prime, Danimus Prime yeah, on YouTube, dope. and he is Dan the Robot on on Twitch. On the Twitch, yeah, check him out and sub his sub his stuff. He has really good stuff coming up. Uh, he says this podcast is wonderful, and I promise it won't give you cancer. Listen to right. it. <laughs> <laughs> we will not. We will not do that because that's not nice. We don't want to do that to our people that we care about. Uh, we have Tenzin Yagyu. Tenzin Yagyu. Um, uh, he says, refreshing, uh, very inspiring to have a gaming podcast with people who are actually gamers, like for reals, <laughs> 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 and not because they get paid to do it. This is evident in the conversation every episode, the references and jokes. Also very funny and refreshing to have people who aren't industry insiders posing as random gamers. Uh, he says, you get honest, funny, and sometimes jarring opinions, thoughts, and facts. And when they're being a little one-sided, they admit their own funny, admit it in their own funny ways. Says I've been listening for episode one and it just keeps getting getting better. Great work, gents. P.S. I would like to suggest have a segment called Tenzin's Corner, <laughs> where I just rant about things that get on my nerves in the industry, i.e., <laughs> Battlefield Four, <4, laughs> SMH, <laughs> LOL. 
Tenzin Yagyu, we can definitely have you on the show and you can you can fuss all you want. I'm not mad at that. You can totally do it. Uh, the funny thing is, I if we had that, I think that would be like most of the show. <laughs> it would be mostly like the I'm sick of Battlefield part of the right, show. Right, right. Every week. Every week. Every week. Uh-huh. And then we follow it up on, on some, some way that Ubisoft is fucked up. <laughs> um, uh, oh, we have, by, two, we have two more. By okay, the way, uh, Dan the Robot is uh, now writing and doing reviews for levelupjunkies.com. So uh, shout nice. out to those guys over there. And uh, big ups to Dan the Robot for all the things that he's doing, man. Great friend of the show. Um, great dude. Awesome, awesome dude. Uh, we chatted in his Twitch stream the other night. Very cool dude. Um, two more. We have one from es- Esper Kid Goku, friend of the show, honorary MVP member, Esper Kid Goku. Esper Kid Goku. <laughs> uh, he says, I can't wait uh, to guest star. Great work. Keep up the awesomeness. Yeah, which he has. He's been on the, he's been on the, uh, the, 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 pre e3 like i don't even remember what i called it but it was the the e3 <laughs> recap show and preview show the re- the reason yes. the reason yeah cap. exactly so uh and last but not least we have nikade nicole denae melton i said nikay nicole denae melton i know this person why am i messing up her name uh a dynamic duo delivering awesome content about the gaming world love it in capital letters five stars reviews so i i mean Honestly, again, I just want to say, one, thank you so much. From the bottom of both of our hearts, it really does us lots of good to know that we are doing this cast because, one, we love it, two, because we really love gaming, and three, um, that the message is kind of getting out there. It totally makes it worthwhile to know that people are listening to us, they're responsive, uh, and we're trying to grow a community that is It's very difficult to do that in this kind of space at this time in a saturated market. Right. So knowing that that's the case, we're just really happy that people are listening to us and, and that they're enjoying our work. So uh, it takes a lot of hard work to get these done and, it, and it's fun, uh, but it's also really, really refreshing to hear people say that they like it. So uh, thank you again. And please tell your friends, ask them to sub and, and rate things and, and, and review it. Yeah. Yeah. And review it. Cause it will only help us get more exposure. Right. Uh, which kind of leads to uh, our last story of the night. Uh, and if you want to run into that, see, that would be dope. Um, so uh, we're in Black Enterprise, y'all. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there was an article that came out this Monday that was um, that was penned by Kevin L. Clark, um, friend of the show, um, guest of the show. But I don't think he used his bias when he when he wrote the 10 podcasts that you video game 10 podcasts uh, video game podcasts you should know about um and included this little old podcast from Bacago spawn on me in that list um you know shout out to Kev shout out to Black Enterprise shout out to everyone that's uh that's been been you know i mean we just read the reviews it's been riding with us since since day one i've been down since day one son um you know y'all been repping y'all since i was a fetus yeah, exactly i mean the 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 list the list of podcasts um are in terms of video game podcasts if you guys listen to video game podcasts 
it, it was basically a who's who of gaming podcasts and spawn on me um which i mean it really to is such a humbling experience for us to have our names be listed right next to podcast beyond um and the giant bombcast and gamer tag radio um is as you know so yeah you should be listening to podcast beyond giant bombcast and gamer tags and spawn on me like i mean that's crazy we've been around for 6 months um to be on this list is is just amazing um, so, you know, thanks, thanks, Kev, for, for recognizing us. Um, thanks you guys for, for, you know, always listening to us and, and, you know, keeping us grounded and keeping us humbled and keeping us on, on track. Uh, thanks for Black and the Black Enterprise for, uh, for, you know, for really putting us out there. Um, you know, I could go on forever, but Ka, go ahead and, and uh you know grab the mic from me yeah one two one no I'm just yeah kidding. right um yeah I, I again i just want to reiterate the same sentiment that c just bust out again we want to thank you all for you know he, keeping our feet to the fire and saying hey you guys didn't do that right or you did that right and a lot of the a lot of the criticism has always been constructive right. um and from the heart i want to give a personal shout out to a couple of people real quick i have to give a huge shout out to sharifjackson.com absolutely absolutely uh that that dude is an amazing cat if you if you ever have the pleasure of being uh a friend of his you need to cherish that shit like it's gold because right. it's it is because it is yeah because it totally is he is he is like i called him up and was like yo like two people listened to the podcast this week he was like yo calm down and and it's been it's been a total blessing to have me have him in my life and him in our lives to be not necessarily just a a mentor but also just a a, a cat who will always come through in the clutch so big big shout outs to you reef massive love to you sir uh a big shout out to to the missus yeah yeah uh, for 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 helping being yeah absolutely shout out to 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 my missus your missus Uh, for, for really being supportive, you know, there would be no spawn point blog without my wife, uh, who helped to lay some of the groundwork down on the, on the HTML, CSS side of things. Cause I am not a coder, <laughs> uh, but I'm learning from her. Uh, so that's awesome. And she's been great. Uh, uh, your lady out there has been like massively supportive yeah. of the show and the site and has been amazingly awesome. Um, and again, uh, friends and family and everyone else who's been a part of the ride so far, it's been really good. It's, it doesn't feel like this is like a, a, a corner turning yet. It feels like we're still on the uptick. Right. Uh, it feels like we're just kind of getting started. Uh, but again, th- this doesn't happen without you guys, as you being the audience right. and you being the, the people who push us to, to do better. So we want to thank you. And uh, if there's any last words, see before we give our social media business, want to yeah, that. yeah. I j- so I just want to say thanks to all of our guests. Um, you know, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, we, uh, Kai and I, in, in efforts to promote the show and and kind of uh, you know build build our community, have have gone on 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 a bunch of different shows, and you know, almost almost always, 
uh, one of the things that people say about our show is they love, you know, they love our show. They think it's great, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the thing that they say is, how do we get the guests that we have? And the answer to that question is, I don't know. We ask. Um, <laughs> and, and um, you know, as we sit back and, you know, again, we've only been doing this for six months. But as we sit back and and, and look at and just kind of reflect on what the, the, these first 20 episodes have been like to, to think that, you know, we've we've had the type of people that we've had on the show truly is amazing. Um, you know, we're super, super appreciative, uh, to, to everyone that's been on the show, you know, Dave Fenoy and Sean Alexander and, and, you know, Tony Todd and Ernie Hudson. And, you know, I mean, just, just everybody, Trey, you know, Trey Rustworm that was on a couple of weeks ago and, uh, decoy games, yeah, decoy games. And just, I mean, just so many, so many people, um, you know, I know I left a lot of people out doesn't mean that we we've forgotten about you in fact um a few of them a few of them that were on the c2e2 show with uh with me hopefully will be on this summer um and then um additionally um i really hope to have a couple of really 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 big names um both in the voiceover and just in the gaming community um on the show really you know within the you know within the summertime um, so hopefully there are the best is yet to come for for us over at Spawn on Me, and the best is yet to come for you guys because you're gonna get a chance to, to you don't have to do the hard work. All you got to do is listen um, and enjoy. Um, so yeah, hopefully hopefully you'll continue to listen and enjoy. And thanks so much. Absolutely. Um, and before we get get into the social media business, there's one other piece of house cleaning okay. I wanted to do is so a little. Uh, background information is so we've been trying to move our stuff over to podomatic um stitcher is great again you've heard this on probably another podcast but to do that we are going to ask if people would like to donate yes it would be an amazing time to help do that um because we're seeing that some shows necessarily when we get them on stitcher they're not really doing what they need to do and if you've ever made a podcast you understand that your hosting is really really important right uh, and they seem to have a way better uh, mode of that. We're, and we're also trying to get some more equipment to make things sound better. Uh, a couple of mixers and some other things and, and some other tools that will make everything on the show better. Um, so you'll notice in some of the posts that we do, they'll probably be in every post going forward. There'll be a little widget in the bottom of the page. And if you'd like to, to help donate, we would love that. That would be amazing. And if not, just keep repping the show. Right. That's that. Right. That means just as much as any monetary right. uh, things that you can do as well. Right. Um, so with that said, yeah. C, can you hit it with the social media business? Social media business is as follows: to follow uh, your boy Khalif Adams Kajakins is at Kajakins um, on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and follow him and send him a very very supportive tweets as he makes this monumental journey across the country um that's a really really big deal you know lifelong new yorker he's gonna be out in portland you know still a big city but you know nothing nothing compares to new york so uh best of luck to you on on that one brother um and uh myself uh at stubby stan um you can follow me on twitter if you follow me and and 
do some Twitter stalking. Maybe you'll find some of my Cannonball Run updates. They're on there. Um, yeah, and uh, if you follow me, I'll follow you back and, and, you know, maybe share a couple of really weird sentences with you because, you know, why not? Um, if you want to follow the show, it is at Spawn on Me. And the uh, site is at Spawn Point blog. And um, then we've got our Facebook pages that are the Spawn Point Gaming blog and uh, Spawn on Me. And I think it's just slash Spawn on Me, but it's the Spawn on Me podcast. You can uh, go ahead and like and follow both of those. Um, You can find the the site at thespawnpointblog.com. You can find the show on iTunes and Stitcher and Podomatic and Lipson and any of, you know, your favorite, whatever your favorite uh, podcast aggregator of choice is. Um, and if you've got any questions or comments for us, uh, please go ahead and send them to feedback at the spawnpointblog.com or to Khalif at the spawnpointblog.com or Cicero at the spawnpointblog.com. Uh, remember to rate, like, and subscribe. Um, please send some reviews to iTunes, especially so that we can be, you know, new, hot and new or whatever it's called. New and exciting, fresh and new, um, <laughs> popular. So, so fresh and so clean. Yes. Yeah, so fresh and so clean. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks. Thanks everybody for everything you've done. Um, our journey is just beginning. We're happy that you're you're taking the ride with us, and we want to you know we want to blaze into the future uh, with you guys with, with you guys behind us. Word, I like that. That's that. That should be the new motto for life. Yes, blaze into the blaze future. Blaze into the future. <laughs> there we go. But it, but until we do that, remember we will not be we will not be uh, on next week. Right. Right. Uh, we will not be taping next week, so the the next episode will be in a couple of weeks. Right. And and yeah. Uh, so twenty one will be after Independence Day. So well, let's let's uh, let's just say happy belated Independence Day to all Americans, Black Americans, especially happy Juneteenth, happy belated Juneteenth, and uh, happy July Fourth. Be safe. Uh, enjoy yourselves, Ka, uh, you know, for real, for real, you be safe traveling across Godspeed, man. I love you, brother. And, uh, you know, obviously we'll, we'll talk, but, uh, you know, uh, spawn on me nation, Bricago, everybody in Bricago, help him as he, as he crosses to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Uh, Is there a heart in the house tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Stand up. Stand up, let me know yourself. <laughs> I still got it. I still got it. I still it. got it. I still got it. Um, word, word. Yeah. Thank you very much. And same to you, brother, man. Love you, man. Thank you. And I guess with that, we will say peace. Hey.